What is up, everybody? Once again, welcome back to the Fear Experience Podcast. I am here now with... Don't worry, I kept my promise. I am here now with my co-host, who will now uh, introduce himself. Yeah, you know what's 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 really messed up about this whole thing here? What's that? Is that when we tried to do this the first time, you threw this <clears throat> at me like I had no idea what you were doing. And I was like digging through this like Ram ad online. I was like, oh, I want that truck. And then you're like, what's going on, everybody? It is your host. <laughs> and I, like we tried this once and I, I took it down a dark path. Um, and, and, and now this is the second time. But but fear not. Because I am now prepared, <laughs> and and this is gonna go amazingly. So so are, are amazingly? you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I, I'm very ready. I hope everybody ready? else is ready. Is, yep. is everybody ready? All I two people everyone... who listen to us. Yep. All right. You guys ready? You get all right. Ready? Good. All set. Yep. Go. What is going on, guys? My name is Austin Fitz. I am the co-host of the Fear Experience, which you are listening to right now on Anchor. Please download the app. Link in the Instagram bio. You know what's good for a little bit. Uh, because I'm going to do that and then replace the Teespring thing. Anyway, I am the co-host of the Fear Experience and co-owner of Fear Fitness as a brand. Um, I am the guy who goes out and does a bunch of shit and talks to a bunch of people to try to drive them toward our brand. And I'm also the guy who designs our clothing for our apparel line and all that other fun stuff. So that is what I do. I am, I am Scotty's better half. His, oh, yeah. his cuter half. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's facts. With with better bicep veins and in a, a nicer, um, much worse attitude. It, <laughs> <laughs> we only speak the truth here at Fear. <laughs> no, don't worry. It's still recording. Oh, on, only the truth. Only the truth. Only the truth? Only the truth. Only the truth. Only the truth. So that's, No one will know what is the truth, though. What's the, That's the only thing. <laughs> don't fuck with people, dude. I'm, I'm not. Can I swear? Can I say that? I don't give a shit. You don't get... Oh, okay. I so, don't give a shit. We get real real. We, this is some Joe Rogan shit going this, on. This is only the tip of the iceberg, too. <laughs> tip of the iceberg. The shit that a... doesn't get recorded? Pe- I mean, dude, oh I'm not God. even going to get into it. No, we would be sued. <laughs> Probably. Like 38 Probably. seconds Thirty-eight seconds of listening to us and the shit that comes out of our mouth. Somebody would be like, what the fuck? And then 2018, the shit out of us. Yeah, 28, yeah. No, that seems to be a hit, like, a very big happening. <laughs> you get, like, like you get a little bit of publicity, someone says some things, and then your whole life's over, and then it's, I and mean, they dude. take my truck. I mean, we make jokes, like house. anybody else does, but some people end up being stupid and recording it. Um, I mean, just like any other group of young, almost in their 20s and in their 20s kind of guys do, um... Humor fluctuates all over the damn place. <laughs> it's not the only thing that fluctuates. Yeah, tell me about it. It's like my <laughs> blood pressure right now. Hi, Emily. That was out of nowhere. I know it was, but it <laughs> makes sense. That nobody, was out of nowhere. What's fucked up is that nobody knows who she is. No, now they're going to find out. They're going to yeah. dig. No, that's okay. They're going to listen back to this podcast in like five <laughs> years. They're going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Who's Emily? It's like the treasure. Who's you Emily? I mean? Yeah, and then they're going to find like, Bruce. Oh shit! They're yeah. gonna find Bruce. They're no gonna way. find Bruce. <laughs> Knock on wood, that doesn't happen. With, oh god, we're leaving everybody out so hard right now. How um, how can we do an inside joke? How can <laughs> and everyone else is on the outside? <laughs> it's just gonna it's it'll drive curiosity, Scott. It'll drive. It'll, yes, it'll it will. Drive curiosity. So why don't you talk a little bit about where in the fuck we are? What in the fuck we're doing? Why we're here? We are currently 
sitting outside of our favorite gym, Workout World, in Brockton. Bougie as fuck. This is literally the bougiest gym I've ever been to, <laughs> even though there's a Planet Fitness about 0.2 miles down the street. <laughs> um, we choose not to go there for, I mean, we have our differences. <laughs> we have our differences. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like picking a picking a restaurant in the ninety nine category of restaurants. It's one's better than the other just because that's your opinion. You got better service at one place, even though they both do the same thing. That's like saying, "Hey, I wanted to go sit down to eat, so I went to fucking Wingstop." I mean, people do that. Is that a bad thing? Yeah, but then you have ninety nine, where it's like you can actually sit down and eat. Are you shitting on Wingstop right now? No, I'm saying wing, Wingstop. You better be careful. Listen, you, I'm you, saying... You better be careful. Wingstop <laughs> is the Planet Fitness of restaurant. That's implying that Planet Fitness is good. Okay. Wingstop... I'm just kidding. Wingstop is the... Give me a second. Insert Jeopardy... Wings... <laughs> insert... Wingstop... What the fuck? I'm going to piss a lot of people off. Wingstop... No. This McDonald's. Jokes, by the way. McDonald's. Yes. Is the Planet Fitness of restaurants? Fair, fair. A lot of people go there, which makes it the like the right aid of fine pharmacies. It's probably a better way to put it. <laughs> the right aid. <laughs> it's like the Ocean State job. That's just strictly thing. because we don't like doing cardio, and there's a lot of that going on at Planet Fitness. No, I just like to actually make gains. Ouch. That's yeah. that's a hard felt topic for a lot of people. When I go into um, my gym, I like to see barbells. Wow. In fact, I run that's from a bold the Smith statement. machine. <laughs> I think I used it once to do pull-ups on. And you lost all your gains? And I immediately back down to like 110 pounds. At Holy like five shit. Foot nine. Yeah, that's, it was crazy. That's a scientific impossibility. It was a... It, are you fucking... That's a scientific anomaly. Oh, what? T- try to tell me that, though. I was, I was there. I was the subject. I lost my gains from touching the Smith machine. What up, Dom? <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, with that, I hope people know we're not that serious. No, no. matter where you go, I mean, <laughs> at least you're progressing. Yeah, That's I mean, the you, point there's like a way to work out with the with the Smith. You like you put, <laughs> you're just so against the idea that it's like no, yeah, you can't no, go listen, there. No, listen, listen, listen. Hear me out. You take the Smith machine, like you unrack the bar, rack it, <laughs> run away with the bar, sh- like rack it all the way at the top, and then just do pull ups. <laughs> What happens? Listen. There's a way. Listen. Li- just hear me out. Just, just, I'm, I'm just. Listening. All right. I'm going to put this in an audibly, like, I'm, I'm going to speak this in such a way that everybody here can visualize what I'm saying. I won, I won the imagery award in fourth grade. I'm good at this. Trust me. So oh, I believe you. That's, yeah. Was that back in the day when even eighth place got rewards? Like trophies and no, shit? No, 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 no. That was before that started happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm not that young. Anyway, so um, so you, you're doing squats on the Smith machine. You rack your weight. Let's say I'm throwing this in air quotes for those who can't see us, which is everybody. Um, the verbal. Uh, verbal air quotes. You rack 135, which means 145 on one side of the bar, another 45 on the other side of the bar. Okay? Now, 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 few Theoretically, that's 135, right? And and then and then you start squatting with the Smith machine. And then you realize that you have to position your body in this weird asymmetrical fuckered way. Fuckered asymmetrical position. 
that doesn't allow your joints to move properly because you're on a fixed plane of motion. And as you're doing this, as, as your testosterone is literally leaving your body through the contact points of the bar, and you're thinking to yourself, what in the fuck am I working out right now? You realize that as you're pushing the weight back up, it's like you're on the fucking moon. <laughs> and there's like assistance. It's like on a Smith I mean, machine, 135 weighs equivalent. I don't, I don't know. Maybe if you put pounds on a Smith machine, it's like immediately kilograms. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't As know. if that makes any sort of actual difference. Yeah. Besides yeah. The, but besides the whole it does. Uh, Neil Armstrong effect. No. All right. So the, listen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a proven fact, bro. Oh, as soon as the Jersey accent comes out, you it's know it's not. The truth. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just. It's the <laughs> truth. Yo, Icy Scott, dude, I'm gonna fuck you up, kid. Just listen to me, bro. <laughs> it's a proven fact that I'm gonna need an analytic that, report that, for this. That kilograms are lighter than pounds, right? Now listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Listen. Are you implying that people over in Europe don't work out efficiently? I'm implying that they're stupid. Now, that is a bold statement. No, I'm kidding. Hey, all my European listeners, we love you. Um, We are full of jokes on this platform, just so you know. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can feel free to leave me a voice message and we will address it. We're just here to have a little bit of fun at the end of a long, hard work day doing all professional things. You kind of get the... uh, Found it! Okay. You kind of get the... uh, we inhale throughout the day, and then what comes out at the end of the day, <laughs> sometimes it's pure bullshit. Exhaled so, carbon shit. We're here to make a lot of people smile. Now, <laughs> now, 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 here's my proof. I'm on Google, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Just on, so, this I'm is on, not a paid advertisement for Google, no, by the oh, way. Yo, what up, Google? You want, you want to sponsor us? That'd be, I that'd mean, be feel nice. free. Yeah. Send me a message. All right, so. Email SW508 at Outlook, by the way. I'm on Google. I'm on their, their conversion calculator for weight. How accurate is this? Here's the proven... Here's how it's proven. 45 pounds is equal to... Now now fucking hear me out, bro. I know I can't, like, think or speak that well, but I can fucking read, dude. So listen. Says here. I believe you. 45 pounds is equal to 20.412 kilograms, which means kilograms are lighter. It's also a theoretical... Quantum physics fact, but that when you put weight on the Smith machine, it immediately turns into <laughs> kilograms, which is why it feels like you're on the fucking moon. I have a very intriguing counter argument for you. Is that strictly because <laughs> you use the same number in kilograms on your weight that you match to the you uh, uh, you know the original version pounds? Um, Hear and that? Then you exp- pounds is OG. And then you listen. We're not going to tea party this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I think, and, and this is an interesting uh, loophole that I found, right? So I think what you might be doing, just to kind of counter that, would be, um, so, so you see, like, for example, you take 45 pounds and then you find weights in kilograms because everybody else is using pounds. So you have to find weight and hey, then, Scott, oh, hey, I- it's just kilograms. So you find 45 kilograms and you expect it to be the same amount of weight or is it because they're the same size and you have no depth perception? What in the fuck did you just say? See, see, by your theory, this is, this is why it's bullshit what you're saying. Um, I am a small motherfucker. Okay. I am not strong. No I am, shit. I'm a businessman. 
and I have a passion it for like fitness. A blue collar. No, listen. Don't me. hurt me. I, I will. <laughs> I will fuck your nostrils with a Q-tip <laughs> if you don't shut the fuck up. Woo! Listen. You find the plates, the forty-five pound plates, right? Yes. My bench max for for like two and a half. I is believe you. Two twenty-five. I seen it. Okay, you seen it. Yes, I have. Okay, it was pretty unimpressive. It was very eventful, though. It was pretty cool. It was, very, I, I it was the loudest dap in the gym, in it fact, was. afterwards. And I felt badass. But if I put 315 pounds, but those plates are labeled kilograms, I still can't fucking do it because they're still 45. And you're not on the moon. That, and I'm, now, here's where the Smith <laughs> machine comes in. If I put those same goddamn plates on the Smith machine, number one, I don't know what the fuck will happen because I don't use a goddamn Smith machine. And number two... I know it'll be lighter because the Smith machine is, a, is an automatic kilogram converter. So I guess the, uh, the statement that needs to be made is unless you were a beginner trying to do a lot of weight <laughs> solo at the gym. For quarter reps. For quarter reps. <laughs> don't, use Smith- don't use the Smith machine. Completely inefficient workout. Should, should, Do you have actual <laughs> statistical evidence to back up this claim, or are we gonna get? Unless you're doing pull-ups on it. Unless you're doing pull-ups, <laughs> I mean, you really can't go wrong. Sometimes I do it on a door hinge, but that's okay. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? What's that? We should really be turning this into a promotion, like anti-ego lifting statement. Anybody who's with me or against me, <laughs> please cross this line. Smith machine, forty feet away. <laughs> Every other. Kind of like even cardio can come hail like come hang out with me. Who are those like, strict cardio fucking retards doing like upside down leg press on this on the Smith machine? Oh, that was some. some I mean, shit. I, I mean to be fair, I see a lot of females doing that because it's an you know it's a safer alternative to something else that they might be able to do. Except if, for the actual leg press machine. If it's taken, a lot of the time they go to the Smith machine because it's an efficient workout for what they're trying to do leg wise. Because the other machine is taken, and the longer you wait, okay, I mean, this is a falsified statement. How? You know that one girl at the gym. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say, yeah. You know how when the leg press, the one that's like you eat, it's like inverted and you put oh, the plates on. Oh, the one on, that Will did that Will like did 800, 800 pounds for yeah. three. And I, yep. yeah, that one. And I somehow pulled five, What is that, the decline leg press? It's, it's like the, it's the something. I just call it the fucking badass fucking booty machine. Okay. Now, that machine is awesome. Yes. That. Agreed. Get your booty, get your hamstrings, get your... Get your, your, your quads and uh, be honest, a little bit of your calves, or else you're fucking. Would that technically count as an incline leg press because you're pushing the weight up? No. Or uh, we'll discuss that momentarily. But that this like one girl, question. this one girl. Yes. I've seen that shit open, and she, this bitch, is still <laughs> this on, bitch on her back, dude, pushing the Smith machine up. Like, and you say that's safe. What if the, What if she slips? Uh, the now, Smith machine will catch it because that's what it's there for. Have you seen the damn stops on that thing? Yeah, they're, they're pretty worn they're out. They're made out of like plastic fucking kitchen. And they're pretty worn out. They're they're musty as shit. I would not they are very trust musty them. Too. To, that's like that's it like, gives off that radiant smell of <laughs> why would you do that? It smells like old person beige. That is now, an accurate statement for anybody listening who doesn't know what old person beige is. Old person beige. Is the if color? Grand, yeah. It, all right. So, do you have grandparents? Answer yes. <laughs> if they're still alive, audibly, hopefully right now. so. God well, bless them. You know, you if you know or have ever been inside an old person's house, right? Their couch 
is that distinct color beige. Their carpet is beige. Their fucking the shag their drapes the and 90s. blinds are beige. The fucking tabby cat that's dead under the couch is beige. The Buick Regal in the driveway <laughs> is beige, and so is its interior. The 2008. You know Buick what's Regal. extra fucked up? <laughs> their goddamn kitchen countertops are fucking beige. They're Home Depot wood beige. They're and how bright that shit actually. The grandfather's is? skin. Due to extreme <laughs> jaundice, is beige. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, to be fair, and you know that fucker can't get up. You see what's sad? Listen, that motherfucker, he cannot stand up to go clean his balls in the shower. So his fermenta cheese is also beige. <laughs> Got a little bit grody, but real talk. Real, real talk. Face everything and rise, Grandpa. Face everything. Get the fuck up from the couch and wash your balls. Get your walking buddy and go do some shit. Listen, where's the hospice bitch when you need it? (laughs) That one hit hard. I can tell that one probably hit hard for a lot of people. We're all, I'm going to repeat myself, we're all fun and jokes here. Don't take... Oh, how fun was this for everybody listening? You'll know when we're serious. We're just having a little bit of a caffeine-fueled evening here (laughs) as we... Are about to enter the glorious house of gains this evening. What up, Robert? Dude, I gotta piss. This is what happens uh, pre testosterone excrement. (laughs) I did that earlier. I I guarantee if we do a before (laughs) and after, it's like two different worlds. Like, we're we're gonna get in and be like, dude, you ever think about how many stars are in the night sky? Dude, my girlfriend literally thinks I'm thinking about other girls when I'm actually thinking about how the fuck. Anything else happens, like literally any other topic than that. I didn't have a direct one. You know those like car guy memes where it's like the dudes like rolled over, not cuddling. That's exactly what I had in mind. Yeah, yeah, that that's me. I feel you on that. Like I'm thinking about. I was trying to think of something My truck this week, like shit, like that. (laughs) You see, for me, she'd be like, "What are you doing? Why are you ignoring me? You're probably thinking about other girls. You're you're probably talking to your other girlfriend." And then it's like. What's actually going on in my head is like, I wonder how much it would be insurance a month for a new Ram that I'm trying to get. And it's (laughs) like, I'm, it's like, I'm fist bump. And then it's really like, it's like something I get serious about. So it looks like I'm very stoic and pissed off at her, but I'm literally just trying (laughs) to crunch numbers in my head without having to use a calculator because I'm just that (laughs) self-reliant where like, if I had to use a calculator, I would feel like shit. Yo, side note. Um, (laughs) this is. What does this have to do with our brand? And I it lo- doesn't, but this is a fun fucking podcast. Huh? I love doing podcasts. I think what's going to have to happen about about fear is that this is just going to be our, like, goof-off thing where, like, you guys get to know us as people and get to kind of, like, know the guys who created this brand. Oh, don't get me wrong. I would love to do a mix, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. But I think we need to... This is, this is, this is just definitely real. the majority. This is real right yeah, here. Absolutely. Um... I mean, why take it so seriously in the beginning when we're not talking about actual business? I mean, as soon as we get guests and shit on here, people who are really, you know, down to talk the topics that I actually... Remember how I showed you the other day, the pamphlet there, or the piece of paper that I took the notes on, where we had those different topics? I already talked about them in, like, the previous intro to this Side podcast. Note, yeah. Firstly, um, everybody listening right now, are we live? Uh, no, we're not live. Okay, we're no, not. No, it's okay. a pre-recording. Well, we're recording it now. <laughs> so, everybody listening right now, I know for a fact Scott didn't say shit about this because he won't because because I don't know he won't because he's Let's like tested very very self-conscious about his image you should see him in the mirror at the gym he spends more time worrying about his hair than he does his games 
<laughs> this is why I wear a hat to the gym, so I don't have to. You see, I just so, got done wearing a hat for the last six months, so now having hair is like this fucking anomaly to me. You're like the only bald guy with hair. How am I bald? You're like, just like I have a voluptuous head of hair. Theoretically, you're bald. Theoretically? You, you have really nice hair, but you worry so much about it, you're like, oh shit, I might go bald. Like, it's, dude, wearing a hat for as long as I did, it's like, yeah, I've, I worried about going bald. I didn't want to end up like my father. My no offense, Dad. My dad's hair is thinning. Anyway, so... Well, that's because wh- this is, oh, yeah. Scotty's notes are like, like, he'll have one thing said on the top of the page and an arrow all oh, the way God, down I to the bottom on the opposite this. corner with like a circle and like 78 asterisks and like other arrows pointing at it. And it looks like he was just on this like crazy, like bugs in his teeth meth binge writing shit down. I don't know how the fuck you write notes like that and keep track of them. That's just how I am. But I fucking love it. It's how I I operate. I fucking love it, buddy. (laughs) Fucking 80 arrows pointing (laughs) at one word that we both forget the meaning to. Do you have the notes? Like, I was No, I don't think I have them with me. Oh my god, I was reading them them the other day. It was just so real. It was like... The way he was talking about it. Instagram marketing. Um... Promotions, shoutouts, uh, <laughs> over a hundred k. Like that's literally how it's written. Like it was the funniest shit. He read the words that I darkened <laughs> with the pen in an exaggerated you tone. You spent the time to put full fucking bubble letter sentence. How bored are you? Cause that no, cause that was like live note taking in between <laughs> important things that I would write down. I would doodle a little bit, but make like mark importance on the piece of paper. I'm so glad you do the research the way you do because like i took notes like oh hi oh no never mind there's a reason so like i took notes today just doing some research and 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 okay he's trying to see okay maybe someone through the but um, one peephole in the conde- uh, but condensated glass j- just on like on, on marketing and shit like that um and i got <clears throat> you know normal numbers and bullet points and, like, had I, like, spent the time to doodle like he did, there would just be, like, I 70 wish they could dicks. See, I wish they could see <laughs> the weird outline that I did around each sentence that ended, right? The uneven <laughs> borders that just, it, it was, like, a one weird rhombus oh mixed with God. a square and circle area for, like, one half a sentence. But the blockade went down half the fucking page. We need to get PJ on this <laughs> podcast. That would, I mean, that's a... <laughs> What not to do. I mean, it would be interesting. That would be I'm like, not saying he doesn't have some insight. He doesn't really express it too much. No, because he shit on him so much. If you think you're big, dude, you'll just get big, bro. Like, you don't actually oh, need God. to work out. Look at me, dude. See my arms? Hang spaghetti noodle off shoulder. Bro, I don't even work out, and I'm like, I got, like, tone. It is a good thing <laughs> I don't think he will ever hear this. I, he won't. You see, that's the shady thing about things. We don't really like to talk shit, but some people just, like, how they are get under your skin, and then you kind of just have to let it out because it's like, fuck. PJ is my brother, so I have, like, full right. Yeah. And it's, like, it's it's also frustrating, too, because (laughs) being one of my best friends, you, Mm -hmm. um... By osmosis. By by osmosis, yeah. And then (laughs) having someone close in that circle who has so much potential... And doesn't do anything about it. It's frustrating because you want them to be great too. Yeah. You really just want them to be great. So the more they don't start to do things, the more it pisses you off. And then... I think that's that's kind of like something... As much as I don't want to get over it, we kind of have to. Because it's like you... you we do... A, like, I'm going to brag like a fuckboy here. 
we're just too busy. We do a lot. We're very busy. Too we busy. both work our asses off on, on anything you can think of. Flat out all day, every day. And we all, like, my motto and part of fear and why we started fear is to push people in the gym, push people physically to be better. But push it, people it, in life better. as yeah. well, it's like, work today so that tomorrow you're a better version of yourself than you were today. Right? Excuse me. So it's like, to see people live such a sub par life and to be ordinary you want to make them extraordinary and 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 <clears throat> so like so much better and what Even, they could fulfill like yeah they could oh, yeah. fulfill themselves so much more and i'm more. not saying everyone's destined to be a fucking superstar but there are definitely ways and definitely things you can take just from this to make your life better and I'm if not i saying positively be a superstar effect, i'm saying yeah. be excellent yeah, exactly. I, I, I just want to positively impact people. I don't want to be the most famous guy in the world. I don't want to. I just want to make a difference yeah. for everybody. Like straight up. What's fucked up is that now this is like real shit, and we're starting to talk about it now after we've after everybody's left this podcast if from you, all the fuck shit we just said. If you made it this far in the podcast, just know you are a real run, uh, a, a real run, a real one. And <laughs> real if this ends up getting more views and and more listens than I expected, feel free to leave me a voice message with anything comments whatever saying that you made it this far in the podcast and i will personally shout you out in the next one or in future podcasts as soon as i get around to getting messages because as you know we just started on this platform but i hope to kind of promote this and get more views on it and oh commercial break commercial breaks yeah that's a um, good idea right now real quick to cut you off to be a dick what to go into the gym no no follow at fear.fitness on instagram doing that um and you'll see some of our motivational stuff, some of our workout <clears throat> stuff. You follow the link in the description. That is there for now until I change it to this Anchor podcast link. I don't know if I can do that. Can I do it? Well, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you can. All right. Definitely. So before I change it to that or one of us changes it to that, uh, there's a link in the description um, at Fear Fitness um, on Instagram. And it'll take you to our Teespring store. We're just starting out with that online retailer being Teespring. And then we're going to speak to other people. We're a startup right now. We're just trying to get the word out there, trying to be goofballs, trying to, trying to make a difference in our little community right now. And nearly 1000 followers, nearly 1000 followers, nearly 1000 followers already. High five. Yeah, I know. It's fucking, it's nice, dude. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's a very attractive number. It is. I mean, is. we're at, I think, let me check what we're at real quick. We're I think, at like I think the last I checked, 975. Oh, shit. Uh, you're, yeah, we lost quite a few. It, it's going to happen. It, it's been weird. We've had like, we haven't been losing that many. You want to know how many likes I got on my post five hours ago on my SC7TT? What? Six. And I'm not too focused on it. It's just so below average that it's kind of concerning. Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what's 885. Like it? Oh, that's I mean, uh, went down oh, a little I, bit. I know why. Uh, because I posted this on the wrong. Oh come on! I if d- you if someone unfollowed you because of that, they're a fucking dickhead. I know, but what's what's messed up about this is that I tried to delete that yesterday. It didn't delete. So if any of you guys saw, um, oh, I posted that- it to the story for you by the way to promote it a little bit and check out uh, your dad's Instagram. If you want to check out a uh, kind of a little side project, my co-host here. Uh, his father's working on it's a true life documentary about i'm gonna let you give the details a little bit so basically um i can't really give his perspective because i'm not him and this is something that really hits home and uh we're your, uh, fear fitness right yeah now yeah. prefacing this fear fitness is a company that <clears throat> um supports 
and promotes our veterans and the activities in the VA as much as we can. Um, oh, and we support all active members and um, all, and obviously veterans or people trying to get into the military. So we're, we're a very pro-military company. And uh, anybody who's like, fuck the military, go fuck yourself. Because those people are protecting <laughs> your freedom, and I don't give a fuck that's, what yeah. anybody says. No, that's that's so that's very real talk there. It is, but so now to continue, um, my grandfather uh, he served in um, Vietnam. He was a member of uh, Mach V Sog, and he was a Green Beret. So let me put it this way: one point two million Americans served in Vietnam. My of uncle being one of them too. Yeah, um, I think it was like. Of that, 400,000 to 600,000 served in the Army. Of that, 20,000 were Green Berets. Of that, um, I think it was 2,000 served in Mach Sog. Of that, four to 600 ran long-range reconnaissance. Of that, my grandfather was one. Salute. So, don't quote me on those numbers. It's in his documentary if you want to... Um, obviously... I'm pushing him. I'm doing a lot of his digital marketing. So follow 21 years. I, I will 21 years underscore or 21 years. I'll fold a flag underscores between uh, the letters on Instagram. Follow at 21 years. I'll fold a flag. Um, it's a picture of uh, After a gentleman sitting next to a plaque. Yeah. Um, and basically the thing that I posted was a gentleman named Travis and he runs Oscar Mike radio and he's been a huge help, a huge support with following Shout the documentary. Out to him. I haven't even met him now, yet. The documentary is about my father's experience getting to know his dad. His dad, my grandfather uh, was killed in Vietnam and he was killed on a top secret mission. It was, I'm throwing again, air quotes, declassified 21 years later. Now they denied anybody was in Laos. Any American, we said that we had support, like, you know, training people and, and helping people, like, like uh, basically logistical support in, in Laos. But we didn't have any combat forces, which was complete horseshit. And for 21 years, nobody made an effort to go find anybody. Um, and the government denied and denied and denied that his, his, you know, existence in Laos, my grandfather and part of, uh, you know, Mach Sog members and specifically, um, uh, Recount Team Maryland, which he was part of. So, uh, basically for 21 years, he was listed as, uh, MIA. So missing in action and nobody made an effort until they found his remains. Um, and my dad grew up without a father. He, the last, he, he met him like the only memory he has, he was two years old and it was down in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Um, when my dad's dad took him on the kitty jump tower. Oh yeah. And it's about my dad's story. Um, trying to find out more about his father and his way of getting to know his dad. And it's basically a way to get kind of resonate with others in, in his situation because there's countless, countless Americans who have lost family yeah. Um, in the, excuse me, in the same way, um, in the POW MIA community when, you know, nobody was acknowledged. Yeah. You know, oh, due yeah. to the top secret story. And obviously my, my grandfather was a Green Beret, Mach V Sog declassified 21 years later. Like he was doing some serious shit. 
and uh, I helped him make the documentary. Like, I didn't have a direct, like, I wasn't, like, balls to the wall. He's been working on it for the last two and a half years. You know, he's done such a great job, and I'm so proud of him for it. You know, but I got to do some reenactments, some live fire uh, shooting and all that for it. And it was so much fun to help him and to see him grow through this. And, and I'm so glad he did because it's kind of the way of compiling all the stories and, and everything he's heard and he's traveled across the country and you can hear my my grandfather's voice you know recorded in, in the mid 60s like really really cool stuff that you won't see anywhere else and and it's so it's such a real and, and, and vivid experience to, to watch it and, and like being raised in this and, and i march in veterans day parades and and you know memorial day parades and go to ceremonies and stuff like that just just from what i was raised and then around the USB and all that. And, you know, it gets me emotional. And any red-blooded American, it should get emotional as well. Because it definitely it's, hits, yeah. It's such an important thing. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, show your support. Um, yeah, follow 21 Years of Folded Flag on Instagram. And there's a link in the description. Um, you can go support him at the GoFundMe. And I'm going to be... I'll throw the app for the Instagram down in the uh, yeah, description. Yeah, throw the app for, for both Instagrams. Um, and I'm going to try to get him to convert the film to digital download because right now he's selling it on DVD. So uh, if any of you guys want DVDs, I'm sure we can ship some out to you. But until it's on digital download, that's the best we can do for you. But um, this gentleman, Travis, he, he's such he's such a cool guy. You know, he's Oscar Mike Radio. He's got a golden voice. Here's a little <laughs> the golden voice. I met uh, Richard Fix Jr. and Rudy Child earlier in 2018 and was really taken in with the the story, the struggle, and, and the journey of 21 years of Golden Flag. There's a sneak preview. You're going to have to go to the Instagram to actually... This is going to be very intriguing to watch unfold, too. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very good feeling to be on the... Uh, even on the sideline, but still be a part some way, yeah. shape, or form of that experience there. It's going to hit home to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. It really is. It's, it's such a good thing to be a part of, too, because it offers a lot of insight for those who haven't found closure yet, too that there's, you know, still a lot of hope out there and that there's still a lot of positive to gain from it, even vicariously through another one's project, right? Exactly. And especially on this Veterans Day, uh, too, my condolences out there to any of those who lost a loved one at any point in time serving in the U.S. military. Amen to that, brother. Now, it kind of bothers me, too, because it's like, there's... And dude, even being raised in the shit, like I, I don't know as much. Like I, I never joined. I'm, I'm an asthmatic. I, you yeah. Know, they, they told me they were like, don't you know, you're, you're dropping basic and all. And I could now if I want to, but with the business and everything going, I, I'm not gonna sit here and call myself like, oh, I have more important things to do. Like, well, yeah, yeah. I would serve, but in reality, if it is, I have so much going on right now. I can't just walk away from that. You yeah, know, I mean, I, even I if you did, still a very noble cause. Very noble, very humbling, very exactly, very but, brave. You know, since since working out and all that and and lifting, and my asthma has gotten. Not everyone has that it. lifestyle, man. Don't beat but yourself it, up for not doing it. You it know exactly, I mean? but you know, I don't know as much about the military as I thought, and you know, I know more than the average Joe because again, yeah. what I was growing up. But it's like I mean, even there's with, so little recognition yeah. to the POWMIA community, and yeah, so little support to USVs and VAs, and, and it's it's. It's depressing. This will get that message out there too, which is a very, very good thing too. Absolutely. And and the thing that I see a lot of veterans doing, and, and this is why I think so, and, and don't quote me on this, but this is my theory. 
a lot of the veterans and a lot of the people who do things like the documentary that my dad's doing, he's not social savvy. He's, he's your stereotypical 52-year-old dad. You know, he doesn't know about, you know, Instagram, digital marketing, you know, podcast, YouTube, all that. Like, he doesn't know as much. Like, so a lot of these veterans, a lot of these guys who go and try to market and be like, hey, put it out there. Yeah, they might reach He's old school with a million not. people, but not on a way that's going to resonate with the modern community. Not to say young people necessarily, but the modern United States. I mean, you know, through social media, through the internet, through yeah. So they're they're pushing it like that. My dad's he's got DVDs going, and it's like I mean, I mean, it's a start nonetheless. Oh, I mean, it's a start. And I feel like, but my my theory is that's as far as it goes for a lot of these older guys. Not to say that old old people don't know. Oh yeah, you know, but it's like that's where it is. Like they they're like a lot of them are set in the ways of like oh social media it's so bad. Like I don't even fuck with that. Like it's like. But if you leverage social media to get your message out there, not even for a financial gain. Like, I know, like, like uh, Spider Parks and, and um, oh, shit, who was that guy? Lynn Black and all them. Guys who've written books and all that. Like, they yeah. could put those books out on, on Audible. They could even read them and podcast them. They could, you know, film YouTube about writing the book and the process. And they would get the, the, <clears throat> the message out there so oh, much more. And it's like... I want people to read that. It'll I find its audience people, Like too. Across the Fence was a great book about Mach V. Sog, about, you know, long-range reconnaissance, what my grandfather was doing. It's like, you talk to somebody like, I have to say, yeah, my, my grandfather was Green Beret. Oh, that's really cool. Is he still up? No, he died. What else did he do? Oh, he was Mach V. Sog. The fuck is that? Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody knows no, the yeah. shit. Like, it's I like, didn't know about it until this whole thing started to unfold, personally. And I have, yeah. like, a wide... I can't say a wide range, but I have a lot of members of my family who have... Um, few are still alive. A few... Um, obviously, the majority passed away before I was born. But my uncle was actually in Vietnam. I'm, I, I don't want to direct quote anything. I, I forget, and I feel like shit for forgetting, because he told me many times what he actually did and how we served and everything like that. My also... Uh, I actually also my father was uh, pretty much a marine on base for the longest time. Really, uh, pre uh, what was so he was he was a marine through it was it was desert it, storm. It was yeah yeah it was pre desert storm. That's a good way to put it. Pre uh, no actually um, pre two thousand one probably the best way to put it he didn't see any actual combat okay. but he was waiting for it and he got out of it and pre 9-11 pre pre 9-11 yeah very pre 9-11 we were still kind of involved in the um war on terror almost yeah but exactly like, oh, he didn't be, he didn't yeah. see combat quite yet it was in that like cool down time mm -hmm. for everything that was going on nothing big had happened yet no no, no need for them at the moment yeah you know apparently but and, and I personally, ever since this thing actually started to unfold and I started to learn more about it myself and started to hear, especially uh, your father's story there, it made me want to go back and dig a little bit deeper into my family history to find out more about who in my family served, how they served, um, and just all the information and history surrounding that. Yeah. It, it's a very important thing. We, uh, these last two days, um, I've actually, I haven't spent as much time working on fear as I would have liked to, but it was for a good cause. I was actually spending a lot of time at two showings of the documentary and promoting it for my dad and, and meeting people and meeting new veterans, obviously, along with the guys I've marched USB with like for years and, you know, since I was a, a kid and it was really cool, really enlightening experience to speak to all these people and to promote this and to see how much it actually affects people was such like a... It's, it's almost moving because it's like 
it's it's deep but at the same time it's it kind of brings a lot to the surface it's almost pleasing to to see it as fucked up as it sounds it's pleasing to see how emotional people get and i'm not saying that in a sadistic way i'm saying that in a way it's like how real it is this does resonate yeah like it 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 does mean a lot to people it has potential to be known to be spoken of to be you know like damn dude that's real shit like and, and I'm yeah. again. I'm so proud of everything he's done, and you know he's been a musician. Like he's been involved in arts his whole life, and he knows how to move people, and he's used those skills. I know once the word gets out there, especially, I mean, it'll find its audience. It, it oh, definitely will. Absolutely, and he's got an audience. He's oh yeah. I literally watched him sell fifty copies for fifteen dollars each in the last two days. Like he's. It has its audience. It has it, it its has people. It. Imagine, you know, dude. I would love to get him on a podcast here and talk about it. Would you like to? I would love it. I would honestly he's, love he's it. Our, all right, let's... You, you, you know how good just a uh, voice-slash-written-word podcast literally just telling all of his story would be? That's, like, enriching, and it, it just has so much uh, realness to it. It's one of those things that I feel like a lot of people miss out on. Even if you, like, even if you don't have any direct members of your family who have served in the military, you haven't had, like, you know, a military family or anything like that. Because by all means, I haven't really had a military family every, like, since I was born. Like, everyone in my family who did serve in the military. Yeah, totally. Uh, everyone in my family who did serve in the military is now, you know, out of the military uh, honorably discharged, whatever it may be. They just, they, uh, they no longer continue to serve. They're retired, whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I didn't really grow up in a, like a strict military household just cause obviously it was before I was born. My dad left the military. Oh, I didn't either. I grew up in a household, but that... it still resonates. Yeah. Like if you take any pride in your family, which no matter who the fuck you are, you should fuck dude. If you own take that shit country. Yeah. Own that shit for real. Um, I feel like it'll definitely find its audience. It, 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 I mean, it will, it has to, it's one of those things where it's like, no matter what kind of person you are, you have some sort of sentimental value to gain from that. And I find that very important, especially nowadays, even if it's not a direct message of finding something, right. You can gain something from that. And I just, I I love the idea of not only having, uh, like, like having that reach a bigger audience and having other people experience that too, just to make sure like if someone's going through some hard times because of a similar situation of your dad, even at a younger age, even at his age or older, they can find some solitude and closure through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is hope out there. There is a chance. And even if you don't find out, you still have that much pride in who they were as a person, just knowing overall. So, um, and that, that even coming from you, dude, like just coming from anybody who says that type of shit means so much. And I, I don't know, we've gone off on this tangent about this thing, but I think it's, it's an interesting podcast, you know, though. It, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm glad to, to have this promoted. You yeah. Know, just I mean, through our thing, like it, it means a lot. Yeah. Joking aside, you know, obviously fucking shit like, yeah, I know that kilograms isn't lighter than a <laughs> fucking retarded, but like it. I don't know, just on real shit, that, that means a lot to, to myself and, and to the family and to anybody who takes pride in, in, in America, you know. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, a very interesting podcast. It's been interesting, and I'm glad we got to get this out on Veterans Day of all days. Exactly. Even though, even though it's, what, 10.40 p.m.? 10.44 two, p.m. We two hours a- before it's officially, like, over. <laughs> One hour and I mean, most people do minutes. honor it. Um, 
like on the Monday. On the Monday. It's observed. Yeah. yeah. It's observed on Monday. Which I mean, we can still talk about more about it tomorrow too. We, we still work full time. And and we still got to work tomorrow on fucking Veterans Day when I would like to be honoring and promoting this shit. But you got to make that money. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to be a Bless you. right negative fear. I just and watched bills. all that snot exit your body. There was zero snot. I saw a little bit. Yeah, you know what you saw? All of it. That's called nose nut. <laughs> Nasal Woo! nut. Nasal nut. Yo, you ever do ocular? Brand that. You ever do ocular with your girl? Like ocular rift? No, like, like virtual ocular, re- ocular penetration. All right, that is where I'm going to cap off tonight's podcast with so we can go into the gym and discuss exactly what <laughs> Ocular Rift is. And no, we are definitely talking about the virtual reality concept. Oh, it's when you scoop her eye awesome. and uh, all right. fuck her in the eye. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening. That was amazing. It felt really cool. And I'm going to listen to this while I work out, believe it or not, because I'm an egotistical fuckbag. And everybody have an awesome night. And thank you so much for listening. It means so much to us. It does. I'm glad some of you, even right off the bat, we got the real real out of the way. This is just us being, you know, like, I mean, they they got a good half and half experience from that. They, they, they really did. Yeah. They, they, they got a little bit of us being some uh, goofballs joking around as most kids our age do. We make some sly comments. Sly. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. Where in the fuck are my headphones? Uh, I put them over there, like right under your, right under your thigh. Oh shit, yeah. they're in our tank. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope everyone that listened had a good night. Quick few shout outs, just, just in case you made it to the end of this podcast. If not, um, or if you did, I, I don't know why I say if not, cause it's like, they're not going to hear that early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do that in a second. Um, quick few shout outs. Um, you can follow me personally at SC7TT on Instagram do us all a favor all these links will be featured down in the description of this podcast as well yep. go check out my buddy's personal instagram page the <laughs> the shredneck you will see the you will see the at down in the description as well um go follow our page fear.fitness on instagram you can also feel free to leave me a voice message or a direct message on here with any comments concerns anything it may be um, something you may want us to highlight on in a future podcast, or even if you want to be a part of the podcast down the line, we can definitely talk about that. We got a lot going on and we're always, uh, trying to add value to someone's life. Oh, big thing. Uh, event for 21 years of folded flag. We are getting a viewing at the Boston globe in Boston on the 28th. So anybody who wants to show up, feel free to come and while I'm there, not only will I be promoting 21 years, but I will also be promoting at Fear Fitness and our brand, Fear Fitness. Remember, guys, face everything and rise. And if you want to meet me and Scott, you can all be there. I think, I hope, don't hold me to it. But it sounds badass, and we are actually getting a showing there. So that is fucking amazing. It's awesome. Anyway, remember, guys, face everything and rise. Don't let a damn thing hold you back in life. Never. Because this life is too damn short to squander. Make every day better than the last, and have a nice night. Goodbye, guys. Straight up. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to cap it off with this, right? So even if you discover us through the Boston Globe, shout out if you've actually made it to this podcast. And in advance, I do apologize. 
about the uh, the eye scooping joke. That was pretty funny though. I know it was that hilarious. that was pretty funny. Um. Anyway, yeah, you can find all the important links down in the description of this podcast. I'm not sure when exactly I'm going to post this. Odds are probably tonight, so it'll be able to view very shortly. Can you post it like right now, so I can listen to it while I'm working out. Yeah, of course I can. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, guys. Once again, check out the description for all the links. Hope you all have a great night. This has been Scott and Austin. Hell yeah. For the fear experience. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Have a good one.